0: the giants put up one hell of a fight but in the end a career-long field goal adam losing at 61 yards death taxes and the giants losing on 60 plus yard field goals they fall 27 24 and fall to 8 6 and 1 on the season we'll react to the game here on a merry christmas post game edition of blue rush from the new york post it's presented by tri-state cadillac dealers Welcome back to Blue Rush, on New York Giants podcast for the New York Post. This episode of Blue Rush is presented by Tri-State Cadillac dealers. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. I'm the podfather, Jake Brown, alongside BL Brandon London in the building here on our Christmas episode. And of course, coming from Kansas City, it's two-time Super Bowl champion Lawrence Tynes. Guys, let's kick this damn thing off. If you're ever going to lose a game lose it that way. I mean, the grit that Daniel Jones showed, the grit the Giants showed going into Minnesota and nearly winning that game, a 61-yard kick to end it at the buzzer. I mean, you couldn't ask for much of a better effort. We'll break down what went wrong and what you would like to see better. But Daniel Jones showed a lot of Moxie Lawrence and this team showed a lot of heart and are still in great shape after getting some help from the teams below them to get into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, you never feel great after a loss and they shouldn't, but... It was just a missed opportunity. They had tons of chances to win that game. You know, the Giants have lost in the last five or six years, dating back to Graham Gano's 63-yard field goal. Jake Elliott hit a 61-yarder to beat them. And then today, another 61-yard field goal to beat the Giants. They are cursed. Anything over 60 uh, is going in. But, you know, they played tough. They hung in there, missed opportunities, as Coach Coughlin would say. You know, opportunities are never lost. Someone else always takes them. And give credit to uh, Greg Joseph. I mean, hitting a big kick like that, sixty-one yards, getting in position to make the kick with such little time left on the clock. Uh, you got to give credit to the Vikings. But you know, I, I, I leave the game impressed with the Giants overall. You know, offensively, uh, the way Daniel threw it, the way the, the receivers competed, the defense played really well. You know, they 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 hung in there. They controlled uh, Jefferson to to some degree. Uh, and gave themselves a shot to win, but obviously it wasn't enough.
2: You got to keep your head up after this loss. You know, I think this is one of those losses that really could galvanize this team, bring them together, and hopefully spark them on some sort of run. Uh, Obviously, you got to beat the the Colts next week, but you don't walk away from this game thinking like, oh, we suck or, oh, we're we're, we're a team that can't play, you know, with the top-tier teams in the NFC. I mean, you look – you play Giants football – you have a shot that's exactly what they what they what they showed if you have giants football you have a shot it's just when the mistakes happen from blocked punts to interceptions to fumbles those are the things that when you really you break down this tape and you look at it you're like guys we're what four to five plays away from beating the number 2 seed in the NFC so obviously it's one of those things where it's like a glass half full glass half empty Yeah, you want to win that game. You want to come out of a a hostile environment like that with a W – But there's a lot of good things that the Giants did this game. And, again, you said Daniel Jones showing moxie. I thought Daniel Jones played probably his best football game as a Giant. And I think Mike Kafka called the best game he has called the entire year for this Giants offense. So going into next week, you should have nothing but confidence going in at MetLife Stadium against the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Yeah, and listen, the blocked punt led to points. That led to a touchdown, and Lawrence, you could break that down. And Daniel Bellinger's fumble led to points. I mean, that's 10 points right there just off of turnovers, Lawrence. What happened on the punt there? Because it looked like he had trouble, as you say, molding the football.
1: Yeah, they didn't have a great angle on it. You know, I waited for them to get uh, an angle behind the punter so I could see. There was an angle late that kind of showed uh, Kreider getting, you know, knocked down, and then, you know, obviously Julian loves the PP. Well, he had two guys on him. He's got to take one and Coughlin was in there too. So when I look at the all 22 later in the week, we'll be able to see it, but you never want two guys on the PP because Julian has to make a decision. He picked a guy and obviously the other guy snuck in. So I think maybe Kreider just kind of fell down. He's supposed to get depth there after he snaps the ball and he was a bad play. I don't think this is nothing. None of this is on Jamie Gillen at all. You know, the two turnovers hurt. We'll talk about the bad. I thought Evan Neal had another slow start again. Uh, he continues to have these slow starts, putting the defenses or the offense in bad down and distances. You know, the fumble by Bellinger was just a great play by the defender. You got to secure the football. Richie James had a drop, but overall, man, yeah, costly drop there. You know, that was points. Um, but overall, to your point, I think you're right, Jake. I, I think I've never seen Daniel look so in command of the offense and the way he was throwing the balls. I mean, I'm getting texts from guys I played with 10, 15 years ago, Chiefs uh, and some other teams, not necessarily all with the Giants, saying man, if y'all don't pay this guy $40 million a year, somebody's going to. And these are pro football players. They know what it's supposed to look like. So, yeah, overall, it's just a missed opportunity. You hate it. And I think it's why Daniel – or or why Dable was so upset at the podium. He realizes they had a chance because Seattle lost and Detroit lost. You lock it up. You can figure out some things. And then, obviously, Aziz is hurt again, and it looks like Leonard Williams is hurt. That's not good. That's not good for this team going forward. We talked about – how many snaps these, this unit has played together. And quite frankly, it hasn't been enough. And it doesn't look like they're going to get to play together maybe next week either.
2: Yeah. And that one, one more mistake was a Feliciano hold when they were driving. Do you see how this team can drive? Do you see what Mike Kafka and this offense is on? Okay. We're not getting the big play. You're not getting the 40, 50 yard bomb Um, that a lot of these other explosive offenses are, are doing in the NFL but this is a rhythm offense and they were moving the ball you can see them little small chunk here 11 yard run here 5 10 yard throw here and they're in rhythm and that was one of the uh the mistakes that that ended up being costly because i don't think they got points out of that the uh, uh had a had a punt but I, again like you, to to go back to what you're saying about guys now being hurt and trying to take advantage of other teams losing this defense at times you just said it Wink called a great game. Wink, Wink called himself a heck of a game. And what you saw was what the Giants need in the sense of playmakers. The Vikings had playmakers make some big plays in some in some con- contested catches, make big catches and, and get rack yards in, in big moments. And that's that's what beats this Giants defense. When they don't beat themselves, whether it's a missed assignment or rough in the past or whatever, this Giants defense plays really sound, and hopefully you can get a Dory Jackson back, an X back, because losing a and then losing Leonard is going to hurt as well. But Wink Martindale and that defense—I mean, they, what he, what he was like, uh, the blue-collar guy against Harry Styles. He and Harry Styles went back and forth in terms of both coordinators. And uh, the only Chinese call he would want back
1: right. though, Brandon, is that third and eleven at the very end of the game. I don't to me, I don't know why you blitz there. You, they called a great screenplay and they get enough distance, obviously, to make a 61-yard field goal. But for me, I, I think you just that's the one time you have to throttle back, sit back in zone, and make a tackle in front of you. They're not going to get whatever he got there, 14, 15 yards. and no way are they kicking it. You go to OT and see what happens. That's the one call I think he would want back. On the flip side of this, flatt has got to come down with that pick. Moreau had one where he kind of interfered on the play. That was a good call. And then McLeod had one early in the game, not that it mattered. But I'm saying you got to make these plays when they come to you guys. This is what this team is not doing in order to win these tight ball games. But overall, it's, it's not a uh, – I'm a glass half full, not a glass half empty guy. I feel like they can take some positives out of this, but certainly the stakes get higher next week. I mean, you know, listen, Indy's not playing for anything, and that sometimes can be very dangerous.
2: One call he might want back as well is running that cover two man on Justin Jefferson in that red zone, that third down, that third and goal like that. I mean, you, you're talking about a route-savvy route receiver. I understand what he wanted to do to get two guys on him, but he just you, – you, uh, you, you can't put a trail – I got on trail technique against this dude, man. He is, and then the uh, Pinnock, I believe Jason Pinnock was the the safety. Your feet are on the goal line, bro. Like you got to be up there to help make that play, being there to at least affect that when it comes to when that ball gets in there, make it into a bang, bang play against a guy like that. So those two plays right there, I think were just two that he would definitely want back. And again, you you put that on top of some drop picks and missed opportunities, and it's like, ah, you hands up. We knew we should have taken that game. Now you got to go into uh, to, to MetLife next week and beat the Colts.
0: The Lawrence play the third 11 blitz. I mean, it, if it was 14 or 15, they might have been good. It went for 17, and that's what they needed. Those extra couple of yards, Lawrence, is what made it 61 instead of maybe 65. And I would have just played more conservative there, especially when they have no timeouts, like – if the Giants might conserve them, like back them, keep them down, get those couple extra seconds to go up, they maybe don't have a chance to spike the ball either. So I, I agree. I didn't like that call from Wink.
2: But that's that's why you blitz in that situation, though, to get the ball out of his hands fast. You know, I think that you – they just – that was a great call. It was a, those – the linemen got out there. You know, Kayvon may have got may, – may not have gotten hold, threw his hands up. Um but you, when you blitz there in that situation, you with them having no timeouts, you want to get that ball out fast, rally, and make the tackle. It's just like you said. They got 17 on it. They stung them. They got them. And now uh, put them in the position to win the game.
1: Yeah. You know, Kayvon dropped. Kayvon dropped out into the flat on that play. It, it was a great call. I think I understood what Wink was thinking. But, you know, they just had a perfect call right underneath Kayvon as he dropped into the flat. It was kind of like a middle screen, right, or whatever you want to call it. No question today, though, Daniel Jones was the best quarterback on that football field. You can talk about Kirk Cousins, the pro baller, whatever the hell you want, but Kirk Cousins uh, has a lot of weapons that Daniel Jones doesn't, and Daniel Jones was the best quarterback on that
2: field today, no questions asked. And that's why you said you were getting those texts, because I believe people were looking at that in the sense where you're evaluating Daniel in this game against Kirk Cousins. You're looking at it like if you flipped the two quarterbacks, Daniel Jones, oh my gosh, he would – I think we'd be talking MVP if you're talking with those weapons because a lot of things that Kurt Cousins didn't do or can't do, a lot of the – you saw when the pocket was collapsing, he kind of just conceded and just gave it up. We saw Daniel go back to using his – feet again and I don't just do this dude is deadly with his feet as long as he slides I need this dude to slide
1: yeah and say listen Saquon had a fantastic game thought he did awesome running the ball catching the ball to backfield Richie played great he had to drop I get it uh, people are going to point to that but Richie had a great game you know Slayton I think we almost had three receivers over 90 yards 80 yards I mean that's it Hodgins continues to show up Bellinger you know had to had the bad fumble but Overall, I think they found out some things about their offense and what they're capable of. You know, we haven't really seen them open this thing up like they did. And, uh, you know, Indy has a good defense, but certainly the Giants have a lot to play for on Sunday. They get an extra day's rest, a day and a half, two days, because, you know, the Colts play tomorrow. And I know we have a preview show, but I'm just it's just kind of on the top of my head because the Giants have to win that game. You know, Philly just lost to Dallas. So, you know, depending on what happens next week, uh, Philly's not maybe just going to pack it in. Uh, last game of the year. so Yeah, the Colts will play Monday
0: night against the Chargers, a tough game there. So, like you said, shorter rest. And, you know, MetLife's got to be rocking. I, I don't think it'll be as cold as it's been this weekend. They, I, mean, I, I saw spice, 60 God. degrees. I saw 60. Is it I it is high at the weather. 60.
1: Yep. Wow. So I want those towels waving. I mean, they got to get that place. That is a playoff game. 60 on New Year's Day. Wow. That reminds me last
0: year, the Jets-Bucks game where Antonio Brown yeah. went off the field. It was like 60. I was wearing shorts <laughs> to the game. It Remember, it was, uh, that was Jake's video that went viral. Jake had the video. I, I didn't get 1 dollar out of that. It's Come it's on. a shame. How did I not mo- monetize it? It's like giants, you
2: got to capitalize, man. You got to capitalize on the TMZ
0: sliding in the DMs, throw me a couple bucks, buy me Can dinner. Can we use first. your video? Yeah, yeah, I almost want to say, give me a Venmo me a hundred, send him my Venmo, and then go yeah. from there. What What about the you know after that Richie James drop? I thought there was a chance they should have went for it there. Do you agree? Fourth and five. You know, you're at the 37. Maybe you eat some more clock if you get it. Obviously, clock wasn't an issue when the Giants had an under a minute touchdown drive. But would you have thought about going for it on fourth mm. and five down? What four, was the score? 17-13.
1: How much time was left? There
0: was six twenty around six twenty 620 left. Six twenty four.
1: I like the punt there, just because you're you're playing pretty good defense. It was just a little outside of Graham's range. I mean, Graham hits another 55 yarder again today. I mean, what can you say about him? But yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and really kind of watch the game in real time to figure out because I think I I think I was okay with the punt. To be honest with you, the the way the defense was, you know, kind of shutting them down and, and making Kirk sit in that pocket. Man, is he he looks at one guy. It's crazy. Justin Jefferson, and he has guys all over the field. But I just hope these injuries aren't too bad. I don't know what the updates are going to be with Leonard and, and Aziz, but man,
2: Aziz just cannot stay healthy. It's horrible. You don't want that. You don't want him to be known for that because you just think of what we've, the Giants organization has seen too many guys be so talented, but still be hit with that injury bug. It's and like this is a, a new blade. one, right?
1: It was an ankle.
2: Yeah. And, and that's something that when you come back from that, you can, you're going to try and push it, but then. You might be favoring it too much and you put too much on the other ankle. And this is – I think it could be one of those things where you may have to protect the player from himself because now it gets into your head and you're like, oh, well, I'm not there for my teammates. I'm tired of just jogging off on the sideline. I want to get out there.
1: They still played pretty good when he went out. You know, Shane is no slouch. Jihad Ward is no slouch. They can pick up some of that slack. They're not Aziz, but uh, Leonard Williams the ones that kind of concerns you. I know Anderson came in and, and always does a nice job, but he's not Larry Williams. Thankfully, and we keep talking
0: about the big guys returning, and now guys are
1: going to return in a few weeks, and they're going to lose guys. Like, what I is know. this? This team just cannot – it's crazy. I tweeted it. I'm like, if you get – you know, what will help, like Brandon said earlier, is if you can get Xavier back and Dory next week, then that kind of helps, you know, the pass rush maybe get there a little because there's stickier coverage. But it's just never worked out to where the whole team is out there really – at all, maybe a couple games. I don't know. I mean, snaps they played together.
0: Yeah. I mean, how cool though, guys, is it going to be next week? You, you clinch at home. Did you guys, do you clinch at home when you played Lawrence? You guys have a couple home clinchers?
1: No, nah, we were in Buffalo one year, the year we won it in 07. That was the game. Ahmad went crazy, right? In the snow, rain, sleet, sun, wind. And then, um, I think the second one we, yeah, I think the second one we did, we beat the Cowboys at home, I think late in the season and ended up hosting one game. after all this team's been through
0: like that's special brandon like to clinch at home after these last couple years Yeah, it'll be cool like that would be huge against the colt against jeff saturday how about that a guy who was never a coach
1: do it against him nick Um, falls it could be nick falls you know that's what's scary it's like it's not matt ryan I mean, Nick Foles is starting on Monday. And if he plays well. Not Sam Ellinger either. No. Uh, So you're getting actually kind of, to me, I mean, he hasn't played a lot of football, an upgrade
2: of some sorts. To me, that means it's going to be a good game. And, like, you know, it could be a one-possession game. But to clinch at home, you just think about the last, what, six years, January football at MetLife. The tickets tickets were going for, like, 20-something bucks. People were trying to give tickets away. Stadium pretty much empty or taken over by the opponent, by the other fan base. And uh, I remember what the Eagles game uh, a couple years ago, Seahawks game, Cowboys game a couple years ago. But to be able to do that, because one thing that's been huge with the Giants this year is like the in-game entertainment at home, wanting to have DJs, wanting to have an MC. Hey guys you, you know wanting to do more t-shirt tosses and, and and honoring the vets and all that so that was joe shane and brian dable saying hey we want this place we want MetLife to be rocking we want this to have some sort of home field advantage so to be able to do that the crowd is going they're going to be out there they're they're going to be going crazy but to be able to do that clinch right there that's the ultimate Thank you to the fan base, not a free medium Pepsi. This will be the ultimate thank you right there to go into clinch and to be like, thank you for staying with us, staying with us through the bad times. Now we're going to get this thing rolling and go on, you know, not only from this year, but we've got the guy, we've got the front office. Now we're going to go get you the weapons to make the Giants football great again in that sense.
0: Yeah, they should still give out a, a large Pepsi, I think, for next week. Just let, let the fans uh, – I mean, it's going to be 60 degrees. They're going to be thirsty. It's going to be a warm uh, warm January day. Start the new year. Happy new year. Um, and I think the Giants showed they want these matchups to go where they can go back to Minnesota in January because we keep seeing the 49ers. This defense is scary. Brock Purdy looks like he is legit. They got the run game with CMC. You badly want a rematch with Minnesota because take those turnovers off. Even one of the overs off, they win this game. So you got to want Minnesota here.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a way better matchup for them. Controlled environment. You'll be indoors again. But again, I think they'll just be happy to get in, to be honest with you. I I know the Niners are good, but again, Brock Purdy's never seen a defense like, like Wink Martindale. He's got three or four starts under his belt. I mean, that's a different animal. I know he's a good player, and, and, and Shanahan will scheme you up and – and play within the system over there. But still, he still has to pull the trigger and make plays in the passing game sometimes. So I wouldn't care which team we played. I just want to make sure they get in. And they better take care of business next Sunday because I don't think the Eagles are going to lay down. And even if they do, right, think about this. There's only so many guys you can sit. So they still have an all-star cast of football players. And a lot of those players are going to raise their hand and say, no, I don't want to sit. Because some guys just like playing. That's just how they, you know, because... If they sit, it's going to end up being about two weeks before some of these dudes play. A lot of guys don't like that. I know a lot of guys don't like that at all. The guys do want to keep playing, staying in game shape, game feel. So – Even if you're playing like a short-handed, you know, (laughs) Eagles team, we saw what they just did to the Cowboys today.
2: And it's it's crazy that we're we're talking like, oh yeah, we want to play the Vikings. Oh, we we're we're looking. That's a but that's the confidence in this team. Like it's like, yo guys, like yo, you you guys are gonna lock it up, right? You're gonna you're gonna get this dub against the Colts, right? You're almost like if if you would have asked the fan base anybody for the last six years, hey, you got you think the Giants are going to the playoffs? Are you talking playoffs? In these late December, January, everybody's, like, what do you mean? I've already sold my tickets. What do you mean? Like, I'm, out, I'm worried about next year. So the fact that they just got us talking about, oh, looking forward to the playoffs. Now the buildup is there. Please don't, don't let the ceiling, don't let the roof collapse. Do not let the roof collapse. Figure out a way to get this win next, uh, next Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Yeah, I mean we're talking like it's a lock. If they do lose their last two, and like some other team, as we they saw playoffs, you guys
1: all so. watched today, you saw what Carolina did to Detroit. Bludgeon them, beat them badly. And by the way, unsolicited, Steve Wilkes should be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Absolutely should be. What he's done to that team after what happened with Rule getting fired, McCaffrey getting traded, Robbie, the Anderson, Robbie Anderson getting traded. Think about that, guys. What he they got rid of all their best players and said, here you go. So I like him. I like Steve Wilson. Sam Darnold is, I mean, he didn't look good at MetLife Stadium
0: as a Jet, but he goes to Carolina. He looks like he could be their guy. We'll see. It's a little early to say that. But the Commanders will play the Browns and Cowboys, so two tough games. The Seahawks get the Jets, who are still alive somehow, need a couple scenarios to make the playoffs, and then the Rams, and then the Lions get the Bears and Packers. Um, so we'll see how it plays. And the Packers out. are
1: still alive, by the way, because of everything that happened today. Uh, all these NFC teams losing you know Giants Seahawks Lions so well the time
0: people listen to this they might not be because they play Sunday against the Dolphins so we'll we'll see what happens so if you're listening to this on uh you're returning your presence on Monday morning uh this might be false we're uh we're all smiles here after a loss I think it was encouraging and I was a guy coming to the season who was not all on the Daniel Jones train. I am all in on this guy now. Just each week, he continues to impress me. And Isaiah Hodgins, I mean, take over your trap. He is just... Yes. I he's a dog we don't have Paul here but he's a dog
2: yeah I mean that was I mean we were talking remember to go back to that trade deadline we we're like what are we gonna do what are they gonna do what are they gonna bring in Odell they're gonna trade for the xyz I think he's he that was perfect they didn't have to give anything up use any sort of draft capital they knew the player they knew the, the, the history of the player they kind of they brought that player in the buffalo in that sense and and he he all he's done is continue to make plays in this offense. I think we're slowly seeing the emergence of Daniel Jones' go-to guy. In a sense, I know he and Slayton got a great you know chemistry and all. They they do some great great things together. But when you talk about reliability, Isaiah, he's he is over overproduced on what we thought he was going to do when they just picked him up off waivers.
0: And Bellinger early in this year was big for him, and he's starting to get his rhythm back. That missed, now t- yeah, that
2: missed time
1: hurt. That really did, that facial injury, that really set him back reps-wise. Man, is there anything prettier than, than Slayton catching a crosser? He glides, man. He, glides. he is so fast. And I know we don't hit it enough, but, man, when he gets the ball in stride, you see that yak he had late in that game on that big drive where we tied it. Man, Slayton. I
2: thought he was going to score.
1: Yeah, it's almost like he didn't realize. He's like, okay. And then Peterson gave up on it because he stopped running because he's like, man, this dude's too fast. But it was nice to see. And I'm glad you're on, you've come on the other side of the fence, Jake, on Daniel.
0: Yeah, he's growing. I I love watching him. And even the interception wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't a brutal throw. You see
2: what he was trying to do. I'd, I'd like to see Hodgins
1: flatten that route. You, Brandon, top of it, he rounded. Am I wrong? I said yeah, someone, those
2: crosses, you coming across on the cross, you take a stare up, and then you get QB friendly and come down a little bit more. Down yeah, come down because Patrick
1: Peterson cut up under it because he was rounding. Just a young player error happens. But, you know, listen, I'd rather, I said this to my kids when I was talking, I'd rather Daniel throw for 290, 320 and have a pick. Then throw for one seventy. Does that make sense? Like, I'm okay. I'm okay with a pick if he's throwing for 300, 280 yards. It's going to happen. But the one seventy in a pick, those are typically the ones that kill you because there's just not enough.
2: So, so basically, like you said, the win against the Commanders the other day when they didn't attempt to pass a uh, pass past fifteen you can't, yards, you can't throw picks there. You can't no, absolutely not. Absolutely. And you it was hard for we couldn't even evaluate him that game in that sense. It was like, Yeah, you're cool, game manager, but am I gonna give you 40 million? No, this was the game after a loss that people were texting you that yeah, give this but I think
1: money. Kafka and, and, and Dable know that weakness, and it was that D line against our O line, and they're like, Look, we cannot hold on the ball, let's just get it out quick. So that was really more on probably the O line than Daniel. That was just the game plan.
0: Daniel Jones, wild card one and two receivers, very much looking like Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slade. You would have not drawn that up. Don't forget Lawrence. Richie James. We, Richie James, give him his love. Yeah, although that the drop, my God, he was ah, uh, he would
2: have had a good twenty on there too. That drop, Even he competes. Know he you know what?
1: I like Richie James. I like him.
2: I like him. I like him times, but right there, that yeah, boy, he can't took his him. eyes away. He took his eyes away at that moment. It happens, but it's like it's every time. It's kind of like for Richie, you're seeing like for some guys, the moment's too big. The moment's not too big for him. It's just his buildup makes a play, makes a play, makes a play. And then he does something bad and it's just like, dude, why? Well, that's
1: I think that's why he was undrafted or whatever and why he's been on five teams. That, that's just the reality of guys that play in those roles is they just have never consistently put it together, but there's, there's something there. His toughness. I like he's available. He plays every week. Yeah. I like Richie. Just
0: hold on to just the ball. Hold on to the Be- ball baby. Bellinger, Bellinger, don't fumble. And, mm. uh, don't, no mistakes. That was a nice play good. by that DB. Well, win and in. That's right. Be there, Giants fans. Get your tickets. I sound like a, the ticket salesman trying to sell tickets, but, like, show up. The weather's going to be good. It says 50% of chance of rain, so you might need a poncho. It won't be as bad as the rain for Jets, Jaguars. Maybe you'll get a Pepsi included. Who knows? But show up because this is big, and the Giants, this team, you should support this team because they are fun, great coaching, great upper management, and uh, this has been a fun ride. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this Christmas episode. Happy holidays! Enjoy your holiday, and the Scotsman will close out this Christmas episode of Blue Rush.
2: I thought he mixed. I thought he mixed it up. I thought Wink mixed it up. I thought Wink had a good plan. He mixed it up. Yeah, I thought. He, I thought Wink had a good plan. I thought he mixed it up and they made a couple good plays. And
1: that says cheerio to episode 134 of Blue Rush, our Giants podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Jake Brown and Andrew Harris for producing the show. Merry Christmas,
0: Lawrence. Do you have any favorite Christmas memories on or off the field?
1: Oh, aye, I hit my first game winner back in 2004 on Christmas night here in Kansas City against the Raiders. It was a lovely wee boot of the football. All right, subscribe to Blue Rush on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your bloody pots. Subscribe to the New York Post Sports YouTube page to watch full episodes of this show. For Brandon London, Jake Brown, and the Scotsman Lawrence Tynes, we return to your eardrums for a Blue Rush preview show on Thursday, looking ahead to a very big matchup against the Colts at MetLife Stadium. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Rubbish.